Hello and welcome back to another episode of Thrivebetic. My name is Kate and this week I sat down with Kaden. Kaden I met on social media, which is pretty much the same way that I've met every other diabetic, which has been so fun and so great. And this was more of just like a casual episode. I want to give a little update. So with this podcast, I think that what I'm going to do for at least the next couple episodes just to try it out is to make it a bit more casual and just with like everyday diabetics kind of just talking about their life with diabetes, you know, things that they've struggled with, how they've overcome different things and just more like casual conversations with everyday people because I think that, I don't know, that sounds more fun to me right now and I kind of just want another way to connect with people, get to know people, and it not always have to be an episode where you have to learn something, which I think those are very valuable too, and those are great, and there's also a lot of other great podcasts out there that have tons of information on diabetes with like experts in their fields and stuff like that, but anyways, right now, what I'm going to do is make it a bit more casual just with other diabetics and kind of what they're going through and random things that they've experienced with diabetes and all that. Um, So this week, it was really great to talk with Kaden. We talked about social media and um, she's kind of been sharing her journey with diabetes on TikTok for quite some time now and has tons of followers on there. So we talked about social media and just her journey with diabetes and how that's been for her. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, Before we get into it, I'll give a quick life update. Uh, Tomorrow, I am moving to Colorado. (laughs) Not right away, actually. I take that back. I am kind of making a whole road trip. Um, I, if you have listened to previous episodes, I, back in October, actually moved to Arizona. And then now, surprise, I am moving again. which I never expected this to happen, honestly, but I'm really excited for this new adventure, and um, I'm going to be living with my brother for a bit, and I'm kind of just going to see what Colorado has to offer me, so I'm super excited. Uh, Like I said, this is kind of unexpected, and um, I'm looking at my room right now, and all of my stuff is packed up, and I'm kind of just preparing for all that. Uh, We will see how the elevation affects my blood sugar, Um, over like a longer period of time. So that'll be interesting to find out. And um, aside from that, I will be, like I said, doing a road trip. So I'm going up to Flagstaff, staying with a friend for a couple nights, going to Zion and visiting a friend for a couple nights, and then going up to Salt Lake City and staying there for two weeks. So I kind of have a whole adventure plan for that. Um, But I did record some other episodes previously um, that I'm going to be working on and hopefully still getting out soon. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, Like I said, I do kind of, I do want to keep going with this and just have it be more casual and just with everyday people about their experiences. So stay tuned for more episodes like that. And I hope you enjoy this episode with Kaden. Hi, Kaden. Thank you so much for being here today. Hi, my pleasure. It's been a long time coming, but I'm so happy that we're finally doing this. (laughs) It was going to happen sooner or later. I know. Yeah, it was bound to. So I'm happy that we are finally sitting down. So um, first of all, just like tell me about your diagnosis story and just like how you've been dealing with diabetes lately. 
Oh, it's really fun. So I got pregnant in, I don't even know what year, 20, 2018, end of 2018. And I was like almost passing out in the showers. I was having like TMI yeast infections and stuff. Like they don't tell you about this stuff as we know. And I wasn't feeling good and I felt something was off. I was like, there's no way pregnancy is supposed to be like this, but everyone, you know, just plays it off. And then, um, they do a test of whenever you go to the doctor to test your sugars and your urine and everything. And they're like, yours is really high. I was like, I had cinnamon toast crunch for breakfast. That's why <laughs> And they're like, no, honey, no, that's not how that works. And I was like, I'll eat healthy one next time. And then it was super high. And like, we're going to do a glucose test early. And it came back and they immediately called me and like, we're putting you on insulin. And I was like, cause I was not good with needles pass out type, like pale in face. So they diagnosed me with gestational diabetes. And when I had my daughter, they said, don't take any more insulin. It'll go away on its own. And obviously it didn't. So I went five months not treating my diabetes, thinking it was like postpartum related symptoms. Um, the typical no energy. I'd take three naps a day, still feel horrible. I lost 30 pounds. I was like what I was freshman year, which isn't healthy, regardless of what anyone thinks. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. There's so much that goes on. Nausea constantly, blurry vision, just everything in the book. And I'm like, my blood sugar. So I go get my meter and I check in. It says high. And every diabetic knows if it says high, you're just like, oh, like <laughs> what what is it really? You know, like you you can't tell. So um I went, it takes forever to get into an endocrinologist. And then they diagnosed me like, yeah, you might be type two. And I was like, can you just do the test, please? Like, there's no signs pointing to that. Everything's pointing to type one just wasn't as common. And then I got diagnosed as type one at 22 years old. Wow. I can't believe that they, I can't believe they considered that like it was type two when you had like been losing a ton of weight too. Yeah. They gave me metformin and they gave me this other one that just hurt my stomach horribly. I was miserable and I just stopped taking it and I still had insulin. So I know they didn't want me to, but I knew what was best for my body in that moment, you know, and I just took insulin and got it down in range. And then once I saw my endo though, he was like, yeah, you have type one. It was like a doctor that dealt with endocrinologist side. He wasn't an endo at first. I was like, I wish you would have told me that, you know, it's kind yeah. of, but Yeah. So then I was diagnosed and I was just, I think you're in a state of shock when it first happens. At least I am like, I still haven't fully processed. I feel like, um, so yeah, I feel like the first six months were just straight like shock. And then I was still like depressed from like postpartum. So it was a good mix of stuff. It's all a blur. I feel like my mind kind of blacked it out. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) That sounds like so much stress at once, honestly, like to have to figure out diabetes and also have like a newborn baby at the same time would be insane. And so you just moved across the country. Oh my gosh. So you were 22. And so how old are you now? I'm 24. Okay. So you've had it for two years then. Yeah. So that's not very long. So did they say, so like they thought that it was gestational when you were pregnant and they said like, when you have the baby, you'll be fine. Like stop taking insulin. You'll be fine. Yeah. Everything will go back to normal. And it did. Don't get me wrong. It did for a little bit. Like I was eating my tacos because we lived in Arizona when I had her. It was because my husband was in the military. So we were in Arizona. Tucson was where I had to go for all my insulin stuff. So it was like an hour away. But um, I was eating like carby stuff. Cause I'm like, I don't got diabetes anymore. You know, I was just binge eating. I was good. My blood sugars were good. And then I'd say three months after is when I was like, 
okay, something's like going on, but I just ignored it, you know, because you're like, oh, I'm fine. Like they said, I'd be fine. You know, you trust Mm -hmm. what doctors say, but you know, at the end of the day, your body knows you best or, you know, your body best. So. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's insane. So how do you feel like you have adjusted to having diabetes since then? Like that's such a late diagnosis. Like I can't imagine what that feels Uh, like. This sounds really selfish to probably say. (laughs) Um, I almost wish I would have had it to where I didn't remember a life before without it. I know that sounds so bad. Like kids really suffer when they have it. I know, but I didn't have support. Pediatricians really support you. But when you're an adult, they're like, Hey, you got this look on online blogs and like go to meetings. And my parents didn't obviously weren't there to like help me with it. Cause they're across the country. Um, no one knows about it. No one that I literally know had diabetes except one girl in like elementary school. So I was just like on my own and then no one understands how you feel when you're high, low going through it. So that's why I found the diabetic community and it's a complete lifesaver, honestly, not even an exaggeration at all. Like, <laughs> No, I completely agree. Yeah. With all of that too. Like it is weird just because like age of diagnosis is such a weird thing. Like it's so important almost. And like, it affects you so much like, and differently too. Like, like you said, in one way, it's kind of nice to get diagnosed when you're younger. Cause at least you have like the support of your family and all of that. And you kind of just like learn to adjust to life with that. But when you've lived like into your twenties, doing whatever you want and eating whatever you want. And then like all of a sudden also being like in your mid twenties, like early twenties, is so difficult. I have found just like figuring out <laughs> life. So like, I cannot imagine like trying to figure out everything with diabetes on top of all that. Yeah. It's, it's a roller coaster. I think my issue the most is with food, my view on food. Like I feel like I'm a bad diabetic or, you know, like bad person if I eat what I want and I'll look at serving sizes stuff and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm not even eating the serving size. And I feel bad. Like I wouldn't have looked at the back of a bag. I would have ate a whole pack of candy before and then a bowl of cereal and then waffle. Like I didn't care. You know, you don't think about that. And it's like, okay, maybe it was like meant to be, I'm healthier. I'm living better now, but you can only justify it and make it seem so positive, Mm -hmm. you know, especially when I see like these babies on social media with it. And I'm like, like what? Mm -hmm. I just feel so bad. It's just such like a messed up disease or illness. I know all of them are bad, but like this one is just a little bit of a gut wrencher with the food and everything all together. There's so many layers to it too. It's just like everything that you have to be aware of is insane. And like, I've definitely found some, I mean, obviously there's some positive aspects to it. Like I wouldn't be talking to you right now if if we both didn't have diabetes and like (laughs) even just finding like the diabetic community and that kind of thing. And also with food too, like on one hand, I, I like that it's made me a little bit more conscious of like, what is in food and like that kind of thing. Because like you said before having diabetes, like I would never look at how much sugar is in something. Like you kind of would just be like, oh, whatever. Like I'm having a snack. Like I'm just going to let myself have this. But then when you know that there's like 60 carbs in it, it's like, holy crap, like this is crazy. But also at the same time, it's like, I wish I could just live like a carefree life and like not have to know that all the time. Honestly, and like, I don't know about you. I wanted to ask you this. Do you ever just look at people eating and you're like, are you really going to like in my head? I would never say, but I'm like, are you really going to eat all that? Like I am looking at the meal. I'm like, that's at least like 90 grams of carbs and they're drinking a soda with it. And I'm like, are you okay? Like my husband will be eating crazy amounts of stuff. And I'm like, are you going to, are you going to be okay? No, (laughs) I, I, yeah. Same way. It's weird. 
it's yeah well that's what sucks because it's like I and the same as you like I still want to eat whatever I want like I try not to have a restrictive diet in any way and like every once in a while I love to like go get Taco Bell or go get like an Oreo milkshake or something like that but it's like I just wish that like I could I didn't have to think about my blood sugar spiking to 400 after I had that every once in a while yeah or anything that can spike it like time of the month you spike sick spike like you're stressed spike you're tired spike I'm like what can what can we have like one thing that just spikes us and not it's just so stressful I'm still learning no I cannot keep up I've had this for 14 years and like I don't I still don't know what is going on literally like I I mean I've learned a lot actually from being online like that's actually helped me a lot and I think that I had like a good support system growing up and good Mm -hmm. doctors and stuff to go to but I mean, everyone knows this, like, like as diabetics, there's no two days that are the same. And like, I hate, and I think it's even harder too being a woman, because like you said, like hormones and like your period and all that type of stuff affects it so much. And we have different like hormone levels, what every single day or like at least every single week. Yeah. It's like, I cannot keep up with this. Yeah. I just, I always wonder like, it's so dramatic. I asked my husband, like, is this going to get easier? Like, there's no way people struggle like this. Like, normal people do not go through their day and they're like, this has been such a long day with my, you know, like, blood sugars or looking at what I want to eat. Like, I have to plan a day where I want to, like, eat more carby for a dinner because, it like, do I have anything after that? Am I going to feel bad the next day? Am I going to have, like, a blood sugar hangover, you know? I call it, like, a high hangover. It kind of sounds bad, you know, for mm-hmm. people who don't know. Like, oh, I was so high last night. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds so bad. <laughs> that's so funny honestly that's like my favorite thing is like being with another diabetic and like talking about how you're high in public and (laughs) people are like people just like stare at you but yeah no it's it's hard I feel like with diabetes it's like what I have been learning a lot is just that like I because I've tried to find acceptance for it and just like feel okay about having diabetes and I really wish that it was just like a a one-step thing where it's like oh I didn't have acceptance before and now I have acceptance for diabetes and like now we're good to go but I feel like what I'm learning is that like every single day is like trying to find acceptance and peace with it and like sometimes you will, will have those days or weeks or months where you're just like I hate this and like I wish it would go away but I don't know I guess I try to remember that like it won't be like that forever and you kind of get through it but true it's nice seeing that's when it always comes back down to like social media and the community because I'll be like I'm it's almost like we're all burnt out around the same times like some days I'll just be like oh my god I'm really in a funk like especially in the cold weather like I get I feel like it's like borderline seasonal depression because I just get so down I need the sun and I get if my blood sugars are bad I just feel so I call it espresso depresso or something like I just (laughs) always like I'm just down and then I'm like I guarantee it's my diabetes. I get because life is not really that bad. Like I think of all the things like I have going for me and like what I have compared to other people. And it's like, okay, the diabetes is not going to make me have a horrible week or horrible day. Like it's literally let's fix the blood sugar and move on. Even though we can still feel the side effects after, you know, it's just like trying to put that behind me. Like, okay, at least I have the insulin to fix that blood sugar and go back into work and get paid to be able to afford that. You know, I try and keep like humbling myself and like, I don't know how to describe it. Do you know what I mean? Like humbling myself to be like, okay, you have it good. Yeah. At the same time, (laughs) you still got screwed over. (laughs) Yeah. It's like you try to focus on the things that you have and like be grateful for it and appreciative. But yeah, sometimes a seasonal depression, like I think, I mean, 
it seems like right now, especially like I've seen a lot of other diabetics online who are just like so completely burnt out. And like, it probably is just like, you know, end of winter season where everyone's just like sick of the cold. I mean, I'm in Tucson, so like, I don't even have that excuse, but I don't know what's going on. Like I have felt so burned out lately and like just in a funk with diabetes. And I hate it too, because it's like, when you feel just burnt out on life and like stressed, then your blood sugar goes to shit too. So it's like, what the heck? Like you, it just like piles on top and I'm like, all right, whatever. I, sometimes you just have to like get through it, I guess. Yeah. I feel like that's the only way, or I can even do the opposite though. Even if you're still like in a bad mood about everything or everything's going wrong, you can be having the best time of your life. And then your blood sugar's like, Hey, (laughs) what y'all doing? Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's, that's like when I have to like compartmentalize diabetes and just be like, you know what? Like, this is something separate. (laughs) Like, right now, I'm just going to try to enjoy my moment or my time. But, yeah, I hate that. I mean, like, because sometimes it does definitely, like, bring you down. Like, sometimes I, like, can't get out of the mood. Like, if if I'm, like, already having, like, a not great day and then I check my blood sugar and it's at 270, I'm, like, all right, nothing goes right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. it's just the cherry on top. I'm, like, all right, I'm done. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So you post a lot online, like, especially on TikTok about just like your life and like what you do and stuff like that. How did that start? Like, how did you decide to start like talking about it online? I honestly, I'm trying to think when I started because I would post like videos of my daughter and like fat squirrels around, like just funny stuff, like random. And it would get like 20 views. And I was like, Oh, and then I think I saw a diabetic, uh, Faye. I don't know if you've heard of her on there. She doesn't post much anymore, but I saw her have an Omnipod and I was like, what is that? Little did I know TikTok threw me on the, um, type one side, you know, and I was like, okay, that was meant to be. And then I think I took a video of me doing my Libre cause I wanted to look at myself at the beginning. Cause it was my first time putting it on. I still have the video. It's so sad. And I was afraid to just push it. And when I think back, like, I don't know how I was that afraid, but it's just me sitting there for a minute, like overthinking, pushing the Libre in. And I posted it, I think, or another one. And it like popped off. And I was like, what people want to see this? I was like, maybe they like seeing me in pain. <laughs> like, really? Cause you're like, I, I watch funny videos where people get hurt, you know, ridiculousness type style, but it was almost either I was educating or entertaining, but it was like a good thing I could keep going with. And I was like, let's do it. Let's roll with it. And it just kept producing views. And then I got on, they call it, um, sounds weird. They call it Arab talk. That's what they literally call it. And they made me get like 80,000 followers in like three days. And they were so sweet and supportive. It was insane. I got on that country versus any other one. And then it just kind of blossomed. And I just found like a, such a sweet community. I was helping people because that sometimes you're like, why am I even posting, you know, like this video flaw after like people you get hate comments and you're like why do I do this like it really I don't need this and then you see the comments of someone like you made me take insulin today or you made me check my blood sugar you motivated me and I'm like it's all worth it <laughs> it yeah. sounds silly but it is worth it seeing those comments of people where you impacted them even if it was just for one minute that day or educated someone yeah no totally I go through the exact same thing with social media just like you like you get those negative comments or judgmental comments and like, it's like you get one or two of those versus like 
10 like really nice comments of people telling you that like you inspired them or like you made them feel less alone or better about their diabetes management or whatever. And like, it's so hard to remember that you're like helping more people versus like focusing on the like judgmental ones. Like that is like such a hard thing for me. And like, you have such a big platform on TikTok and like TikTok, I have found personally, I get the worst judgmental and like mean comments. Cause I feel like people are like, people are more brutal on TikTok. I think it's like, it feels more anonymous on there or something. I don't know. People just seem to be more mean on TikTok. Like, how do you deal with that? Great. Well, it all started when I had a video. Truly, I say like pop off. I think it once it hit like it one hit 40 million and I was like, oh my God, like this is truly like, this is like a viral video. I thought like a hundred thousand before I was freaking out. Like that is a big deal, but this was a whole new level and I'm getting comments left and right. Like there's joking comments that I'll laugh at. Like I have dark humor and I'll laugh at some really bad jokes, but like, oh, Iron Man, you know, like with the Libre, that's funny, you know, like, cause they'll put on your chest and you'll be Iron Man. That's funny. But it got to where it was getting a little excessive. Like, oh, maybe if you cut back 40 pounds and mind you, this is when I was scrawny. Like maybe if you cut back on 40 pounds, you'd get a husband and something else, or you lose this uh, disease. And I'm like, yeah, cause that's how that works. And it's like, do I respond to it? with a video comment or delete it or ignore it. And I was like video and I posted response videos. Cause I think some people do need to be put in place when it comes to some stuff like those comments where it's like, Oh, we'll heal you with this natural remedy from Dr. Bibu Bob, you know, like, you're just like, okay, that that's, I can ignore that. Cause I get like 10 a day on my page. It's just insane. And I know it's spam, but the thought out hate comments, I'm like, all right, you're going to get dragged. Cause you know, everyone, I'm not too rude, I think, but the people who go after them in the comments and other diabetics are like, you know what, we're not letting this one go. So I don't know. I think that's, especially when they, they forget that there's more than one type. Honestly, I didn't know before I was diagnosed anything about diabetes. I just thought there was type two and it's because you were unhealthy. That's all I knew, but it, that's trying to educate as many people as I can. Cause the hate comments are always, well, why'd you eat so much sugar growing up? I ate cupfuls of sugar. Don't get me wrong. Like I had an issue, but that is not why I got diabetes. Like really, you don't think I would have stopped eating sugar if it would make this go away. Like I would literally go full keto for the rest of my life. <laughs> I wouldn't care. But the hate comments, I think having people you can talk to that are also on social media helps. Like I have a pretty good support system, I think, especially of other diabetics um, that are on TikTok too, that I could talk to or like text real quick and be like hey like should I respond to this I'm like don't like you know they're like settle down because it's not worth it um I mean you've dealt with hate too I'm sure like it it can really get to you if you're having one of your bad days and I just want to like delete my whole account and then I'm like all right let's just take like a two-day break and I think it's important to reset and remember why you started doing it yeah I completely agree it's hard sometimes like And you're right too, because like sometimes there are comments that I'm like, I would like to just repost a response video to this because like I can educate other people on it. But sometimes it's just like not worth my energy at all. Like sometimes like the comment makes me so mad that I'm just like, I can't, like I'm not trying to convince this person of things that they don't want to be convinced of anyways. Like they have their mind made up and they're just like trying to be mean. Like they're, they're not wanting to like learn anything anyways. But yeah, it's definitely hard to like, 
find that balance. But I do love that we have like so many other diabetics too, because you're right. Like people will comment like mean or ignorant things. And like, I don't even have to do anything. Like I'll go to the comment section and like, there's other diabetics that are just like dragging them. And I'm like, okay, like we're good. We all, if we all just like support each other, then we're fine. It's an unwritten rule. I feel like, yeah, like I'll comment. Some people are really mean on Lauren's TikTok and I'll come on there. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like, nope. I think it's important to have each other's backs. But yeah, like you said, don't, sometimes it's just no point in commenting. Like some people you can honestly educate. I've had some people say, oh, I'm sorry. Like I, I didn't know. And then some just keep going in. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. There's like a line. Like, you know, like if the person's just being like overly mean and just like wants to like comment on your weight or like something stupid, then like they obviously don't want to be educated on the topic. Like they just want to be mean. But yeah, yeah there's definitely some people who are just like, they just didn't know, I guess. And whatever now they know so I do like social media for that reason that like we get to educate more people and spread the word and you know have a community where we feel less alone yeah I feel like there's a huge type one diabetic side on TikTok now like when I first got on I felt like yeah I'd maybe see one but there is like so many accounts and I'll be scrolling on my for you page it's like another diabetic I'm like but I don't want this this also probably sounds bad I don't want my whole feed to just be diabetes like I, I want to have a life outside that. So I started posting on TikTok more normal stuff because I don't want to be only known for my diabetes. Like there's more than just like blood sugar checks and sight changes. Like I do other fun stuff. I'm not just that, like a little robot, but finding that balance is what's hard. That's why I liked how you started talking so freely and casual, like your videos. I'm like, oh, she's, she's dead point, like right on it. So I don't know. I think we slowly need more of that too. I'm trying to break like that cycle of just repeated diabetes. Cause you don't always want to be reminded, Hey, I have diabetes. Like sometimes I honestly will forget and I'll just be eating, you know? And then I'm I completely agree. Like we don't want to talk about it all the time. And sometimes it's like a burden to have to like educate people all the time. It's just like, I don't like, this is not my responsibility. Honestly, I don't care if you misunderstand what I'm going through. Like, I have my people who get it, and, like, I know who I am and what I go through, and I don't know. I think with, like, the videos that I've been posting lately, like, I really am just, like, speaking to the diabetes community and the people who, like, actually get it, and the rest of the people, I just, like, don't care about what they think. Yeah, the, the people who get it, get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also, with the other thing you said about, like, having your for you page, just diabetes. Honestly, I have a separate account. That's like my personal life because I have like a whole other algorithm over there where it's like my actual stuff. And then when I like want to like see diabetic stuff, then I go to my diabetes one and get that content over there. But thank you so much for sitting down and talking about diabetes and what you go through and all of that. Um, I'm so glad that we finally got to do this. So tell people where they can find you on TikTok, Instagram, wherever you post. TikTok, K period by with four E's. I need to change it. I love and it. Instagram is Caden's Broken Pancreas, K A Y D N. I know that's a hard name to spell. I feel bad. I know, yeah, you do have an interesting name spelling. I was like, wait, am I spelling it right on the Zoom meeting? I don't know. Yeah, when someone spells it right, I'm so proud. I'm like, oh, you took the time to check. Yeah. <laughs> It's so silly, but yeah, those are my socials. I don't think I have anything else. (laughs) Perfect. Okay, cool. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a rating and review on Apple Podcast and or a um, rating on Spotify. I would really appreciate that. And you can find me on social media. I'm on Instagram at Thrivebetic. 
and also TikTok, sometimes I'm on there, at Thrivabetic. Uh, you can always email me if you want to get in touch. I am thrivabetic at gmail.com, and uh, I'll see you next week. Thank you.